down. Get down. Get down. Get down. Hey, this is Will. Hey, this is Shin. And we're from Indiego. And you're listening to the Simo Show. Yeah, 8 to 10, Monday nights on Hills FM 88.9. All right. Rock and roll. Those little black boxes, they're called telephones. I'm going to let you on a little secret about these telephones. They're not going to dial themselves, okay? Without you, they're just worthless hunks of plastic. Hey guys, this is Tom Lyon and you're listening to The Simo Show on 88.9 FM. No, we're just going to play all <laughs> the... playing all the intros. <laughs> I'll just play all the intros all evening. No. Okay. Well, you're listening to The Simo Show, ladies and gentlemen. We are the voice of the Adelaide Hills. Ooh, Simo, that's us. Simo here. Mitch here. Signing on for another... Signing m- off, actually. <laughs> that's it. We're, we're done. done. We're done for another week. Yay. No, we're just getting warmed up. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> we're just beginning and it's two hours of this. Do you know Tom Lyon, that, uh, he was the one that just introduced us? Yeah, no, us. I did. Yeah. Um, he actually has just taken over as a brekkie host on the weekends on um, Fresh. Oh, yeah, okay. So He didn't invite us. Friends with the stars, Mitchell. We are friends with a lot of stars. That is correct. And the stars this evening are us. Us. (laughs) Well, you know, it's every now and again it's good to celebrate yourself. Yeah, I feel like you do that too much, though. No, oh, yeah. (laughs) I feel like this show is a celebration of yourself. In a dark place with nobody watching. (laughs) This is where I celebrate myself. Goodness gracious. We just started the show. I think you need to relax. Woo! No, I'm just saying, I'm like, excited. even when we have a guest on and you put on this charade of pretending <laughs> to interview people, it always comes back to you. What do you mean? Uh, well, uh, you know what I mean. No, I don't. Yeah. Please expand. You do. <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, doing yeah, to is, me, man? It is called The I, Simo Show. I feel show. like you, always, you just bring these guests on to prove that you know people. Yeah, and that's why there's no one here tonight. <laughs> I'm out of people. I'm yeah, out of. You could have. You could have asked me. I could have. Yep. Actually, yeah. Who who are we gonna have on soon? <laughs> uh, well, maybe we might have uh, Lee and Mitch. They're doing a. And Matt at any minute. Matt at any minute. We we <laughs> could text Matt. No, no, no. Just see if he's listening. Just see how diehard oh, okay. he is. Yeah. If you're listening, come to the studio. Uh, we need a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Call us first. Yeah. Uh, What's I mean, the number, Mitchell? Uh, no. Eight three nine one three double eight five. Ah, yep. Screwed up on the first number. That's it. If you'd like to, you know, order a curry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can perform a. No, you uh, call eight three double eight eighteen seventy seven. Oh, and where, where's that from? That's uh, from a, a reputable <laughs> uh, Indian food dealer in the Adelaide Hills. And have they sponsored us? No, no, no. Oh, but, I don't think but it's okay. They don't know who it is. Yeah, no, but I don't think you're going to like... Uh, they're going to be swamped right now, all right? <laughs> they should be paying us for That's that. That's it, yeah. They're going to have ones of orders. Ones of orders? Twos of them. Several. Dozens. Dozens. Well... This evening is our Easter special. Easter special. It's our Monday special of Easter. Yeah. Much Public chocolate. Holiday? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Much chocolate was uh, had. Yeah, yeah, I had an Easter egg hunt. Did you really? Yeah, except I worked up at like uh, about 2 p.m., so some of them were melted in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Who hid them all? Uh, the bunny. All oh, right. The rabbit? No, the Easter bunny doesn't exist. The rabbits aren't even native, are they? No. We have a bilby. Is that the thing? Yeah. We have the Easter bilby. Yeah, I don't think that's an actual thing, though. I feel like that's just, like, companies trying to exploit Australian... It's a very good point, because I don't animals. think I've, I've seen a bilby full stop. No, I've never seen one. I've seen chocolate bilbies. Really? Yeah. Have you not seen chocolate bilbies? Are they... <laughs> wait. The chocolate bilby is less rare than the uh, actual bilby? Probably. 
The Easter bilby is an Australian alternative to the Easter bunny. Well done, Wikipedia. <coughs> it's not that impressive, though. No, but like, seriously, that's the page. Oh, that. Oh, that's it. That's it. Okay. No, no, you got the origin. Okay. Or- <laughs> <laughs> what is origin? Did you literally just say origin? Yes. You're the worst. Ah, uh, true. This is the show tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Ah, oh, dear. You ring up and ask us to search something on Wikipedia and we'll talk about it for ten the minutes. The first chocolate Easter bilbies were sold at the Warawong Sanctuary. That's local, right? Warawong? Yeah. yeah, maybe. It's near Adelaide, South Australia. I sang there once. You sang there once? Yeah, in a children's choir. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Not like you weren't performing? Uh, in a children's choir. Yeah, but like, yeah. you know, you weren't the centerpiece. No, 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 I never am, Mitchell. Only, oh, on, yeah. only on my own program. Only on your own show. That is correct. The Simo Show. What do we do, Mitchell? Oh, we bring the funny. We play the bangers. And we're friends with the stars. And tonight... The stars are us. <laughs> and only us. As they should There's be. never going to be any other stars ever again. No, that's not true. Oh, okay. Uh, we actually have <clears throat> Jake Heading on the program next week. What does he do? He's a guitarist. He's got a EP that's out and about. Out and about? Is and that what it's called? <laughs> it should be. Out and about? No, as in like... That's my EP coming up. Really? Actually. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was your biography. <laughs> yeah, your out shops, and about. In your shops this Christmas. Yeah, yeah, except uh, it's very ironic because I never go out <laughs> and about. <laughs> yeah, it's actually an ironic title. Yeah, yeah. But Jake Heading, uh, he's a, he's real like... He's probably better than Jason Mraz. Ooh. Do you know who Jason that is? Jason Mraz is all right. Yeah. I'm yours. Yeah, not quite. No? Coyotes? <laughs> Don't know that one. The Dynamo of Volition? <laughs> what is that? That's another song. Oh, okay. I thought you were referring, he was like the magician Dynamo. Well, that's enough. We'll have our question <laughs> right after this, Mitchell. What time is it? I don't know. Wait, no, no, no. That didn't work. It did. It was. It almost did. It almost did. It's time to start I mean, the show. Yeah, yeah. Hold up, hold up. I'll I'm sorry. Uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, well, what time is it, Simo? <laughs> <laughs> now you um you actually uh, <laughs> start the show. This is as big and as connected as they get. Hello, this is Omar. You listen to Hills Radio, Simo Show, eight to ten pm, eighty-eight point nine percent. He's good boy. Yes, I'm a good boy. Always will be. Always give good boys fruit, Mitchell. Uh, yep. Apparently, you ever do what's any? That, mu- what's that? The uh. Any musicianship in your time? Um, yeah, I remember that acronym. Yes. What is it always? Is it every good boy deserves fruit? Fruit? Yeah. All good boys deserve fruit. Either way, that note is obviously going to be wrong. A or E, <laughs> whichever you prefer. Wait, what is what is the what is the thing for? Uh, for <coughs> like manuscript, like uh, when you write music down in those like little like black things oh, on yeah. the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever partake? Uh, did I ever write music? Well, like, yeah. Did, on a sheet? Obviously, you've heard the acronym. On a sheet of music? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I did a little bit. Yeah? I had to do it at school. Oof. I wasn't the, I wasn't bad at it. Nice. Yeah, but it wasn't exactly Such entertaining. Such a man of many talents because obviously you're doing some Japanese there as well. Yeah, and I was pretty good at Japanese, Japanese actually. and musicianship. But I, I hated Japanese. The culture just flows Ooh, through. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, a little bit of Bosnian here and there. <laughs> <laughs> you dabble. I dabble. I mean, what's dabble in Bosnian? Ucini, but he had Hold up, I'll, uh, I'll find out. Uh, you get that Google Translate up. Bosnian. We got access to the internet. Yes, Bosnian for... <clears throat> <laughs> Bosnian for marriage? No, just speed for up. For Merry Christmas. No, for dabble. Oh, oh yeah, my Borgia. That is 
Bosnia. Oh, oh, there's God. a word for dabble. Bavita Sip. How do you say that? Bavitise <laughs> oh, Povrzno. There you go. We have audio as well. Yes. Bavitise Povrzno. Uh, yep. Yep. There you go. Any Bosnians, call up. Yeah. Call up. Tell me how good my accent is. If you'd is. like to dabble in Bosnian. They probably do. In fact, they might do a little bit more than dabbling. <laughs> well, I mean, I've heard stories about people that dabble in Bosnian, but not in that way. I think you need to relax. I think you need to settle down. I don't think. I don't think it's. It's not even close to nine o'clock yet. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Is that how late you were up when you went and uh, spent the night, spent the day, spent the day actually watching Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings extended edition, Lord of the Rings extended edition marathon. It was beautiful. It was yeah, gorgeous. So what did that entail? It was the extended versions? Yeah. So it's like. It's like three hours, and I think Return of the King gets like it's like four hours. It's definitely three hours and thirty minutes or something. <laughs> it gets very long. Oof. So we started. Well, we were supposed to start at ten in the morning, and we started at like eleven thirty, and it went until about twelve, a little bit later than twelve, midnight. So twelve hours. Oof, that we is a, a long time. Though. We took a break. Yeah, and you know there was lots of banter and things like that. <laughs> banter is important. You look. Were <laughs> <laughs> you okay over there? I just, I, I looked. I took a look over the bench. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at Simo's monitor. Oh yeah. And it has Easter eggs in Lord of the Rings <laughs> movies. Yeah, because it's Easter. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no. I, the, actually, I didn't get that. The, the content-wise, I'm a very clever boy. But uh, first and foremost, you played a bit of a drinking game. I did. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I handled my drink pretty well. So thankfully, I didn't get. Too drunk. Thanks, Dad. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, genetics. Thanks, genetics. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was there was a few rules for the for the people out there. Yes, as there should take. be. It's a game. Games have rules. Games have games rules. that don't have rules aren't games anymore. Well, you've got you've got some life. of the rules up there. We played with we played the hardcore. Apparently, version you did well. the hardcore mode, which is it wasn't that difficult to be honest. Aragon does something badass. It's pronounced Aragorn. All right. <laughs> so like Aragorn. Yeah, is... and that counts as law. All right. Does it? We <laughs> we also we had an extra rule that every time I would explain something about the universe, the law of the universe, that uh, we would also have to drink again. Uh, and so I did that a lot because I love my Lord of the Rings. But first and foremost, Lord of the Rings is what, Mitchell? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean? What is this show right now? Uh, it's the Simo do you show. Ex- do you want to explain Lord of the Rings to me and I'll tell you if you're wrong? Okay. Uh, it's a story. Oh, correct. Um, Nailed it. Uh, that's a... Really about the triumph of good over evil. Oh, what would you say to that? I reckon that's correct. Yes, uh, and there is some heroes. Yep. There's some villains. Yeah. And there's a means and a mode for the <laughs> heroes. Are you just describing like <laughs> every story ever? No, sometimes. Uh, yeah, evil probably. Triumphs. Yeah, maybe sometimes <laughs> evil triumphs. No, but isn't there uh, Greek myths? Apparently there's only so many stories. What do you mean? Like there's only a certain amount of stories... That can be told. Of, yes. As in like archetypes of stories? Because obviously you can come up with a new story every day. You know, Dave met a dog. Uh, they had a good time. The end. That's a new story right there. <laughs> well, like... Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Wait, see? so wait, wait. Can, can you go yeah, run me through that again? you, ancient Greece. <laughs> I win again. Yeah, so tell me the story. <laughs> no, I already did. Oh, okay, right. Dave met a dog and, and they, they played fetch and they had a good time. So that go. would be the hero's journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
<coughs> so the hero's journey, Mitchell, has a certain amount of steps. Okay. Yeah, we've we've briefly discussed this before. I know. I do enjoy it. You love the hero's. I journey. do. I'm a big fan of the hero's journey. I always wanted to go on one myself. Uh, not going to happen. Instead of no, I'm going to try. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when you go to Europe. Yes, exactly. No plan. No coin. No strength of will. <laughs> you have coin. So I'll have to fight. Yeah. How are you getting there? Uh, walking. <laughs> walking. Yes. Through the Pacific Ocean. That's Even right. though that's not the way to Europe. Well, it better be. <laughs> the hero's journey. So the first thing you have to do is you have to establish the ordinary world. So was his name John? Dave. Dave, sorry. You establish his name's Dave. Yeah. He's living in an ordinary world. Okay. Right? But he needs something magical. <laughs> okay. Okay? There's something yep. missing in his life. Oh, okay. Okay, so there's a call to adventure. There's a call to adventure. So a call to adventure for Dave would be he's walking, you know, he's walking down walking, the street. Yeah, walking in the park or something. Yeah, and then he hears the bark of a dog. Oh, okay. Okay, so that would be the call <laughs> to adventure, right? Okay. And he has to, that's, that's step two in uh-huh. the hero's journey. Okay. okay. Step three is the refusal of the call. So, they, you know, there's a bit of trepidation. There's a bit of anxiety. Oh, okay. They can't, we can't quite commit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Right. And then he goes home and he sleeps on it. Okay. And then he has a... He's dr- left the dog there. <laughs> He's left the dog. Well, no, no, no. It the might not have been... Like dying. Yeah, no, it might have been someone else's dog. He's just okay. heard the bark. Okay. That's the oh, call okay. to adventure. Oh, okay. Right, okay. Right, and then he's thought, right, right, right. maybe I can get a dog. And he's gone, no, 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 I can't possibly do that. Yeah, okay. okay? Like, yeah, you yeah. know, my landlord, I can't have... There's a lot of trepidation. Yeah, there. I can't have a dog on this property type <coughs> thing. And then he goes to sleep that night. Oh, okay. And then he has a dream. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is this part of the thing? Yeah, this is part of the thing. What's the next step? Meeting the mentor. Meeting the mentor. So Who's the, the mentor, mentor manifests in his mind. Oh, okay. So it's like his own subconsciousness. Yes. That's a nice And question. it manifests in the form of Gandalf. Gandalf the Grey? Yes. Okay. And it tells him, yes, you can <laughs> you achieve your dreams. <laughs> you can achieve your dreams of owning a dog. <laughs> He's too, you can achieve your dreams of owning a dog. <laughs> it doesn't sound like that. R- rather. <laughs> Why is he a voluptuous? He, dream, he He's a dreams vol- a bad Gandalf impression. Yes. Okay. Uh, that tells him that he can, in fact, achieve his goals of owning a dog. Okay. Then he has to cross the threshold. <laughs> He has to, you know, be enthused by his mentor and then cross that path of refusing the call to undertaking it. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So he's ready to own a dog. He's looking into it. Okay? Dave's looking into owning a dog, everyone. Yep. All right? On the hero's journey. Okay. So then he has to go through, on this journey, he has to go through (coughs) step six, which is tests, meet some allies and some enemies. Okay? So the landlord says he can't get a dog. Mm -hmm. Okay? But Ooh. maybe there's like uh, an agent or the council comes calling, buys the building and says, maybe you can. Okay, so there's some so allies wait, there, there's some enemies. This is, the, this is step six, the tests, allies and, uh, you know, enemies. Mm. Okay. So he's like, he's, he's ready. He's, he's yeah, like, and he's, he's starting take to... The plunge. It's like, uh, it's similar <laughs> to like he gathers a fellowship in order to <laughs> successfully oh, okay. come oh, yeah, into dog... Sense, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> comes into dog ownership. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. he goes to the council to, you know, work out how he registers one. Mm-hmm. Goes to the pound to see if there's any up for adoption. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's taking steps. That's it. And that, that kind of runs into step seven, which is the approach. Mm-hmm. Do we? What are, what are these two hemispheres? Do we explain those? The ordinary world and the special world. We've crossed into so the special So crossing the threshold world. is when you answer the call to adventure. Okay, and then you go into the special world. Yes. Okay. 
Like, can you think of other examples where that would happen? Uh, like, in most stories, in everything, really. True. Like, most, most of them are like, your protagonist starts off, you know, especially in, like, uh, young adult novels. They're like, eh, I'm just a normal teenager, except I'm not. Exactly, they, yes. They get special powers or, like, you know, the mentor comes along. You've always had special powers and they all... They sell so much because kids want this to be is superheroes. Just, this is just what people have told you in the street, Mitchell. Nah, I just don't like young adult novels, that's all. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then there's the eight, step eight, which is the ordeal, death and rebirth. So oh. the death of the ordinary world where he finally buys a dog. Oh, okay. Okay? And then the ordeal is kind of like he's bought the dog, but he's not allowed to have it on his property still. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's the ordeal. Yeah, yeah. Now he's so he's, he's taken a step, but there's also a setback. Yes. So uh, step nine is reward, seizing the sword. Mm, okay? Nice rhyme. So the idea there is it's like picking up Excalibur or um, the lightsaber in, in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So what he does is um, buys... He buys the uh, the units from the landlord. He becomes, <laughs> he becomes, he becomes the, the landlord. landlord. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. I feel like uh, he's pretty rich. Yeah. Where where are these apartments at? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, uh, I'd say Burnside. Burnside. Yes. That would make him expensive, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, oh, okay. you know, he's going all right. He's bought a dog. He yeah. Can, uh, yeah. yeah. He's a big boy now. <laughs> yeah. And then, so step 10 is the road back. So it's like, you know how in Lord of the Rings where they come back to the Shire and mm-hmm. everything's different? So he's bought the apartments, right? Yeah. And now they, they don't have that same magic as oh. it was as renting. That's unfortunate. But there's this new thing. Now he has this dog. That's the resurrection part. The resurrection of that original uh, crossing the uh, threshold. Okay. Yeah. And then he returns with the elixir. Yep. And that, Mitchell, yep. is the hero's journey. Oh, wow. That was great. Is that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're a big fan of interesting. Yeah. I feel like we we could have chosen a better story. Probably. Could have done that, but with Lord of the Rings, perhaps. <laughs> well, we can... I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're the one that said we should talk about Dave and his dog. Well, no, you said that. Oh, very good point. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Aretha Franklin? I heard this this afternoon. It's been I a while. I mind Aretha Franklin. Ah. Let's get down, Mitchell. What would have happened in The Great Escape? Steve McQueen and them dudes that turned tail and ran. Well, that's what that movie was about they were escaping they ran away i'm trying to agree with you the point is they did so. this is tristan wills call sign mooney one reporting into the simo show that is correct the simo show reporting in that's us even on the public holiday when all the shops close early Nah, are we really here though <laughs> are we here in all of our minds all <laughs> uh, right physically but not <laughs> metaphysically <laughs> No, <laughs> mentally. All oh, right, sorry, my bad. What does metaphysically even mean? Define the physical uh, metaphysical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's the physical outside of the physical. Metaphysical is relating your to your body outside your body. Relating to metaphysics. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a proper explanation, thanks? Uh, it's a characteristic of metaphysical poets. One more try uh, before I kill you. Transcending physical matter or the laws of n- nature. There you go. Thank you. Spiritual, supernatural, transcendental, yep, paranormal. Yep, yep, yep. yep, uh, yep extra yep, mundane. Yep. Unearthly. All right. Ethereal. Enough. Uh, incorporeal. Stop. Okay. 
Good evening, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Welcome to the Simo Show. We hope you've enjoyed the uh, long weekend. My goodness. I thought you were about to say the long 20 minutes of the <laughs> that was show. I, That went quickly. Wait, are we 20 minutes in? Yeah. Oh, nice. More, actually. More, you, goodness. You must have really enjoyed that chat about Dave and his dog and the hero's I, journey. I really didn't. Really? Nah, it was all right. Was okay. well, yeah, I feel like, in retrospect, we should have <laughs> made it better. <laughs> Uh, We're just having a really chill time here. It aren't is we? chill, actually. Yeah, well, I've got some chill tunes that we can play and yeah, we can have a maybe we can have a quiet moment later. Yes, I'm a big fan of quiet moments. Yeah, yeah, you know, just like relaxing, chilling. But that's what you did when you were watching Lord of the Rings over the weekend. Uh, well, there was a lot of banter actually. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the one of the most fun parts. I know the movies really well, hmm. um, and obviously I've read all the stuff to do with the books. So, like. I mean, for other people, it might be more frustrating, but I don't need to talk. I don't need to, uh, like, listen and like even watch the movie to know what's going on. Like, I've heard all the lines so many times. It's a bit like me and Lion King. Lion King is a great movie. Yeah, I don't blame you at all for that. No, I can play it inside my head. Yeah, it's so it, it was a lot of a lot of banter about the lines. One of the best things about Lord of the Rings, though, is that like we would shut up when the good lines came on because like a lot of the um a lot of the dialogue is taken straight from the books. So. When oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, when they're... Some of the lines are, like, in that beautiful prose that Tolkien likes, you know, the way that he puts his sentences together, which is one of the reasons he's, like, one of my favourite authors because of the ways that he puts his sentences together and it's just really beautiful. Um, and it ages so well. It's just gorgeous. And then the, when they're delivered by really good actors... Um, what is it? John... Is it John Noble who does Denethor? Uh, it's John Noble. He's an Australian actor. He does Denethor in Lord of the Rings, and he does an amazing job. And he has so many good lines in the film. So there would come times we'd be bantering, and then like we know a good line is coming up, and then we'll just all be silent. We're like, is he oh. an Australian actor? Yeah, I think so. John Noble. His last name's Noble. I don't know if his first name is John. Uh, yeah, it is. <clears throat> He's married to uh, Penny. Noble. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, I just putting it out there. Well, there was there's a couple of Australian actors in Lord of the Rings as well because there's David Wenham who plays Faramir. He is good. Big uh, fan, actually. Carl Urban, who I think is from New Zealand. Carl Urban? The guitar? Oh, wait, no, that's Keith Urban. Carl Urban. Is he related? Uh, no, don't okay, think so. Right, Carl fair. Urban, I think he's from, might be from New Zealand or Australia. Yeah. He also plays, um, he plays Bones in the Star Trek, the new Star Trek films. Star Trek, huge fan. You've not seen them? No, not a fan. You're not a fan? No. Ah, it's understandable. That's, yeah, exactly. The TV cultured, series. Uncultured swine. No, nah, the TV series were better anyway. Yeah? Uh, well, the new Star Trek is like more action-based and the, the, old, uh, the old Star Trek was more about like exploring society, using sci-fi as a mirror for humanity. New frontiers, not, like the yeah. Simo show. Not unlike, have you ever seen, have you seen Black Mirror? No. Black Mirror is like just a darker version of Star Trek, really. Oh. It's about like how crazy technology can become and, and what it can do to society and things like that. Jeez, 1984 much? Yeah, not really 1984. It explores like a different technology. Like each episode, it's like an anthology, right? So each episode is not related to any of the others. Mm -hmm. And so each one explores like a different thing. For example, one of the episodes is about everything is based on a rating system. So imagine that like you have a implant in your eye that shows you Facebook 24-7, right? Ugh. Welcome to hell. <laughs> so you cannot remove this because all of society is basically founded on this technology. You have this implant in your eye that shows you your social media constantly. And every time that you do something or you meet someone, you have to rate them one stars to five stars, right? 
I'm with you. And so most of the time, you know, you might, people might give you five stars, people might rate you one star. But the thing is, different uh, aspects of society are available to you depending on your rating. For example, you can only buy this house if you are three and a half and above or 4.2 and above. You cannot. I've heard about you are here, not. Actually. Yeah, you're not allowed to. Uh, you're not allowed certain benefits if you are below three stars. You know, you're not allowed to fly if you're below three stars or anything like that. And it's all about how it's pretty screwed up. Like yeah. how um, those ratings affect society as a whole. And like you know, if you have a bad day and some person rates you a one, then you can be really screwed. You know. So yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, I wonder. You know. <clears throat> I don't know. What? Like, the people that rate other people ones, are they going to do that? Because they'd be... You know how in those societies yeah. they kind of ends up, you know, oh, I'll rate you a five if you rate me a five. That's, that's thing. the thing, yeah. And, like, um, the, that particular episode, that's the only one that I remember. Or I've only seen one of the... I've seen two, actually. Oof. Um, but <laughs> uh, the one, the other ones that I know about... Some would say you're an expert. The, the, other, the other ones that I know about that I've read, like, um, plot synopsises of are, like much worse they're more like screwed up in terms of like how the technology has affected the way humans behave you know like things about yeah it couldn't couldn't get on to, into it on on radio live on radio but yeah, some of the some of the episodes some of the episodes are really really weird that one is pretty tame um and yeah like sometimes it can take you out of it if the premise doesn't make sense because yes what's the point someone's just going to rate you like a one you're just going to rate them a one you know what i mean yeah exactly that was my point yeah yeah. Well, rate us five stars on the rate Facebook page. On the Facebook page. We are only five stars, right? That is correct. The Simo Show. The If you want to be a special snowflake, rate us four stars That's just it. to be different. My dad reckons it's the best program on radio. I reckon we're the best program in the universe. Those little black boxes, they're called telephones. I'm going to let you on a little secret about these telephones. They're not going to dial themselves, okay? Without you, they're just worthless hunks of plastic. Hey, this is the Rad Jams Exchange. I'm Sam. I'm Ryan. And I'm Luke. You're listening to The Simo Show. 8 to 10 you, you heard us. Without us, you're Radio. all just worthless hunks of plastic. <laughs> that is correct. Eight that th- wasn't about phones. That was about the audience. That's it. That was about you, listeners. Are you holding him in contempt? <laughs> Do you even know what that means? <laughs> I don't know. I said it and I felt clever. Yeah. We're not in a courtroom right now. The Define lawyers have all come contempt. and gone. Well, I mean, I feel Hold contempt on, for you, yeah. Simo. Well, that's pretty common amongst most people <laughs> I meet, really. Uh, Define. Well, contempt, of course, is like uh, if you're getting in the way of proceedings, they can hold you in contempt. Ah, we've had a few lawyers on the show. We have. We've had a couple. Contempt. Um, the feeling that a person or a thing is worthless or beneath consideration. Yep, that's Scorn, you. disdain, disrespect, yep. de- deprecation, disparagement, derogation. Why do you, why do you <laughs> act dumber on the show <laughs> than you actually are, Simo? <laughs> Opprobrium. What? Is that even a word? How do I've, you say that? I've never heard that word. I'm going to lean over. Opprobrium. Opprobrium. There you go. <laughs> I, I feel like that's one of those that's one of those um smart words that like uh, people who aren't that smart say, but they say it to prove that they're smart. Welcome to, to the Simo show, which is the most opprobriatic <laughs> opprobrium <laughs> show on radio. And the Kakapug Pabagabag. Every week between 8 and 10 p.m. where we bring it's the us. funny. We play the bangers. Friends with the stars. And the Mitchell. stars this evening yeah. are us. Us. Yes, indeed. And opprobrium. Well, the word. That's the word of the night. Let's have some news, shall we? Oh, yeah. This is from the Associated Press in Miami. Okay. Police impersonator pulls over an officer that needs a real lawyer. 
Authorities say a man <laughs> packing a blue light and a BB gun pulled over a nondescript car on the Interstate 95, ready to play traffic cop. Bad move. That's a, that's a vigilante. That's a Batman right there. Yeah, unfortunate thing was the driver pulled over a real police detective. Yeah, that's a rookie <laughs> mistake. Uh, the police report shows 46-year-old, uh, his name's P- Pacheco. Bustamante Bustamante. was arrested Friday morning on a felony charge of impersonating a a police officer. (laughs) Why would you do that? (laughs) So funny. Not worth it. I get wanting to do that. A BB gun and a blue light. (laughs) Like, what kind of traffic cop is packing a blue light? I don't know. And uh, who knows? They they probably keep them on their car so they can put them on top of the car, right? Best part about it was the detective he pulled over, he uh, moved over off the highway, and but then he arrested the uh, the uh, so that when it became clear he was not an officer of the law. <laughs> I wonder when it became clear. Um. Well, like there's probably certain things you have might to might have asked for his badge. Yeah. I feel like that's so risky. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you've got. What, also, what was his goal? Like, like I think I'm gonna, a, I'm gonna make society safer. Yeah, but he's is not. that what a guy called Pacheco sounds like? Yeah, Pacheco. Hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> do you know how fast you were going? Yeah. Do you know how fast you were going? Uh, you were going really fast. <laughs> yeah. But why did he pull over the cop? That's what I'm thinking. Well, that's it. Was an unmarked car. The detectives uh, had an unmarked car. Um. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Well, so he was convicted of driving a Ford Victoria, which is similar to police vehicles. <coughs> no, you um, can't be convicted of driving one of those. Well, like, you can I mean, No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can be convicted of, uh, you know, pretending to be... Oh, yeah, yeah, impersonating a police officer. And loitering, much like what we're doing here. Yeah, we're, we're actually not allowed to be here. <laughs> yeah. Our show's only supposed to go for 10 minutes. It wasn't immediately clear if the, if the fake policeman has found a real lawyer to represent him at this time. <laughs> what? Did you find that article and you were planning to make that joke? Uh, no com- no comment. <laughs> you're going to need a real lawyer after this. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need a real one. Beck Plummer, if you're listening. You call us. Call us, give Simo some legal advice. And if you'd like to stay longer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's not listening. She's in Catherine. No, that's, what else is there to do in Catherine? I don't know, but we're we're all going to go to Catherine because we've been invited to work there. That's true. She she said I could work there. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even have a degree. Let's do it. What kind of what kind of work would you do? Teaching. Really? Yeah, I've done two years of teaching. Why not pick something else? What? <laughs> are you looking for a segue or are you looking you to Google something? No, no, no. I'm just pick something else. I'm <laughs> just living on. What are you piss off? How about that? <laughs> How about like astrogation or Astro- uh, What is astrogation? I don't know. Some form of star watching. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> I get enough silent judgment from people when, like, you say that. Well, that's like, the difference between me and other people. It's what you, like, not, I it's, say, you say, "Oh, what are you doing at uni?" It's I say, not silent. <laughs> it's loud. At least that's that's better than silent judgment. Exactly. Or like, or the groan. You say, "What are you doing?" I say, "I'm doing teaching." You go, they go, "Oh, astrogation is uh, it's a blend of the words astro and navigation." Okay, so you're navigating by the stars. That is correct. You're That's navigating. what old sailors used to do. You're navigating in outer space. No, 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 no. Use the stars as landmarks. That's navigation. Yeah. Yeah. But well, you're saying astrogation is you're navigating in space. Yeah. But no, you could also be navigating by the stars. True. Is that not what it means? Yeah, pretty much. 
Okay. Then why are you trying to you know why are you trying to make me? Sound I'm just like reading a fool? out. It's a noun. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's navigation. That's in what. That's some. Um, that's how people were so accurate in terms of like a lot of sailors knew how to read the stars in order to get where they were going. Right. Like the the distance from the 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 horizon or like the sea, the top of the sea hmm. to a certain star means you are this far to your destination. So if you're like, if you're coming into land and you measure, say, okay, when I'm coming into land in New York from London, yeah, my the distance from my hand, so like the distance from my hand to this star is say like from the fingernail to the to the sea, right? Yeah, I'm with you. And so then you know that next time when you're coming close, if the you know that when you're close, it's that your the star is getting that close to the sea. Or if it's like, you know, a whole arm's length and it's a whole arm's length, it's easy to tell. And I so you can tell by the position of the stars which hemisphere you're in and all sorts of stuff. It's I very saw that happen on accurate, um, accurate. saw that happen on Vikings. Oh yeah? Yeah. Ragnar invented the sundial. <laughs> Invented the sundial. Yeah. You reckon? Uh, yeah. I mean... <clears throat> I feel like the Vikings didn't need to navigate by their stars that much because they would do a lot of coastal raiding. Yes, that is true. So because they came from, like, Norway, so they would just raid the coast along Norway down into Denmark, Germany, France and England. Who invented the sundial? Nobody knows for sure who invented <laughs> the sundial. It's an it, old invention. It is believed to be invented by the Egyptians, Greeks and Romans or Babylonians at some point in time. Well, Babylonians were first of all of those people, so I'm going to wager it was Babylonians. Well, <laughs> no point wagering it. We can't flat out prove it. Uh, I reckon I'm right, though. You're not going to be able to win any money. I reckon I'm better than probably the hundreds of archaeologists who have tried to figure that out. Uh, I'd agree with that. That's Thanks, why man. you're a teacher and a late-night radio host. Oh, Zing. What? Uh, Did you say sing? Zing. Oh, zing. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't. It's I don't like feel like saying I got a bit of a blocked nose. Really? Yeah. Where are the strepsils at? <laughs> Get them back. <laughs> it's not how strepsils work. That is that's back to episode. <laughs> what episode is that? Who was here for the Liam strepsils? Holmes. <clears throat> Liam Holmes. I'm gonna guess and say it was episode 27. All right. Well, go back and listen to episode 27, guys. <laughs> it wasn't Liam Holmes. Enjoy. Shall we have a track? Yeah. After this, we're gonna talk about a uh, a really big Rubik's cube. <laughs> <laughs> More great content coming up after Solid. this. Solid. <laughs> oh, hello there. Uh, this is Buddy Dawson. You're listening to 88.9 FM at Simo Show, 8 to 10 p.m. on Hills Radio. This is Jonathan Bly, and you are listening to The Simo Show, Hills Radio 88.9. You're just kicking back over there, Mitchell. <laughs> Chairs went flying. I'm so glad I'm not sitting on that chair. Apparently we get so excited on air that like, <laughs> that the, uh, the microphones are just exploding. The... The um, <laughs> the seat of the chair is too high. It affects its center of gravity. True. So it falls over quite easily. You're not quite often familiar with center of gravity because how often are you on your two feet? <laughs> you want to piss on? <laughs> how about that? Oh, okay. How about that? How about we just turn this into a I'll, real I'll casual conversation? I mean, we could continue on the same topic that we were on off air <laughs> if you wished. <laughs> what? Which was R- Rubik's cube. Rubik's cube. That is correct. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't. No. But uh, I'm excited to hear But about just this as Rubik's complicated, cube. really. Just as complicated. Just as complicated. Well, actually, Rubik's Cube, if you figure out the formula, you can solve them easily. It just takes the same movements over and over again. What's the quickest you've ever seen a Rubik's Cube done? Oh, a couple of seconds. Whoa. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Less than 10, were, I think. Were they under pressure? Like, yeah. was there any kind of, like, music playing? Like, <laughs> It was like World Championships. Ooh. 
Is this something you streamed in your spare time? <laughs> no, it's just a video that I've seen. It's popped up. Ah. Yeah. Well, there's a... Uh, the University of Michigan has unveiled a 1500... <laughs> unveiled. Unveiled. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, As if it's important. Unveiled. Okay. Yeah, just continue the story. Sorry, right. I interrupted it one time. Just go. No, I'm just... Uh, unveiled to remove a veal or covering form... In a particular uncover... I know what it means! <laughs> sure, or announce... Get on with the story! Uh, <laughs> unveil, reveal, present, disclose, divulge, uh, make known, communicate, publish or broadcast. Speaking of broadcasting... People have called me <laughs> on multiple occasions a human dictionary. I do know what it means. Okay, so they unveiled this 1,500-pound Rubik's Cube during a ceremony. Okay. And uh, it's massive. It's a mostly aluminium structure. It's meant to be played by students and others on campus. Wait, what did you say? What was the last bit of that sentence? Oh, it's just for people to try to solve on Wait, campus. Wait, like, so it's 1,500 pounds? Yeah. So it must be suspended or something in order to be able to turn it? That is correct. H- how? On an angle. On an angle? Yeah. But how do the bottom ones turn? Well, like, it's, it's on this slight angle, and then it's obviously suspended in some way. But how? Like, is it on strings? Show me, show me a picture, man. All right, all right. Here we go. Here, let's uh, let's see if that's I can... that's the worst picture because <laughs> yeah. it's just like it's it's not even good quality. You've been cropped, and it's just yeah, it's just been cropped out of it, man. <laughs> if it's seven hundred kilos, how are you supposed to move it? I feel like if it's nine, if it's so if it's seven hundred kilos and there's nine like cubes, yeah. So there's not it's three by three by three. And which pe- means it's 27 cubes in total, which means each cube is like... How many kilos? Like 27 cubes, 27 divided by 700. is that, That's like 35. It's like 35 kilos per thing, which means... There's a reason people go to the gym, Mitchell. It's to solve giant Rubik's cubes. <laughs> well, I just feel like it would take a lot of effort. Well, that's, that's probably true. <laughs> is it worth it? <laughs> Well, it's the it fe- hasn't been used since it's, its inception. It's, oh, the, it's unveiling. It's the feeling of accomplishment when you do get that. Is it? So it's only ripped. Math- <laughs> it's only ripped mathematicians that can do ripped it. Ripped mathematicians. So maybe that is their gym. That oh, dude, that it's is, part of an exercising like an initiative to get mass people to exercise. No, it's part of this. It's actually an initiative that you're very <coughs> unaware of, where they're um, they're targeting smart people to make them stronger and be a superior race. <laughs> Okay, so eugenics, that's yeah. what you're saying. That's yeah. insane. What is eugenics? <laughs> you shouldn't look that up. <laughs> is it U-Y-O-U? Uh, E-U. E-U. Which translates, do you know what that translates to literally in ancient Greek? Eugene and Nick. Good, good genes, good genes. Because E-U science, means good. The science of improving a population by controlled breeding to increase the o- yep. occurrence of desirable, heritable characters. Yes, in other words, kind of what Hitler did a little bit in, in World War Two. Yeah. So, yep. There's that. So that's basically <laughs> what they now are trying to achieve at the University of Michigan. But uh, a little bit more tame. Through the use of a Rubik's Cube. Yes. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> it is the largest solvable mechanical stationary Rubik's Cube. In the world? That is correct. Well done to them. That is right. You know, if you can't do anything useful, make a giant Rubik's Cube. Do you know when the Rubik's Cube uh, appeared? 19... It was in the 1980s. No one. <laughs> Same day of Federation. How long do you think it would take to solve? So if you can... A Rubik's Cube. No, a giant one. A giant one. The, like the 700 uh, If you're doing the formula and you're spinning... what? Say like you spin it once every 10 seconds. 
less than an hour. 100% less than an hour. Yeah, well, it says here it's very reasonable that it could take at least an hour to solve. <coughs> yeah, see? Which is, uh, that's well, if you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, and that's even if that's from the guy who conceived the project in 2014. I just want to know how they spin it, how it's suspended. It'd be easy. Because all, no, all the parts have to move. Right? True. So at any one point, if you want to spin one side of the Rubik's Cube, you have to hold the other. That's how you do it in real life. And if it's being suspended, and you obviously someone can't lift it up, right? Mm-hmm. So do they? Is there a series of like ropes? You attach one rope, and then you spin. You unattach the other. You spin that side. You attach that rope back on back, and then you unattach another rope, and then you spin that side. Like, how does it work? Well, either way, it's going to be the size of it means that everyone's going to see you cheating if you try. You can't cheat on a Rubik's cube. Yeah, you can. You can take the stickers off. Yeah, but like, I'm assuming they painted them. <laughs> If they didn't get giant stickers... Well, then it wouldn't be original then, Mitchell. It wouldn't be... In what way? <laughs> well, because... Well, because it's not got stickers? Yeah. Are Wait, you kidding me? Have you, have you ever solved, like, a Rubik's Cube? No. Yeah, well, then you should have cheated. Then you would have. Matt actually has. Cheated on a Rubik's Cube? No, he knows that. I, I don't <laughs> know if he's still... He cheated on a Rubik's yeah, Cube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what did he cheat on a Rubik's Cube with? With an abacus? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Nailed it. Do you know what an abacus is? Uh, it's some form of uh, mathematical. Uh, <laughs> Why do you act like an idiot? <laughs> what do you mean? It's like an ancient, ancient way of doing an ancient calculator. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. math. It's maths. Mathematical it's tang- is the word that you said. It's tangible mathematics. <laughs> you know. That's how you sold them. Do you know? In what? fact, you bought a thousand <laughs> abacuses the other day. That and is you correct. were trying to sell one to me. Yeah. And you, the, the catch line, <laughs> the catchphrase was tangible mathematics. That is correct. That's beautiful. It is. That's no, yeah, Ma- uh, Matt Tripodi, who's totally going to be coming on the show later. <laughs> Whenever he's ready. Whenever he's ready. If he's finished indoor by now, maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. Who knows? Uh, he, he, he learned the formula and he could finish them pretty easily. Because all we need to do is learn... There's, there's a couple of different formulas. Speaking of formulas, uh, it's time we uh, investigate the formula of radio. Oh. Ich bin's Magnus und ihr hört die Simmer Show auf 88.9 FM. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. It does make sense, Mitchell. Oh, I, thought, I thought there was a bit of an acoustic thing in the background. There was. <laughs> I thought we were going to have a quiet moment. Um, we can do that. Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm fine. No, I was just saying I thought we were going to. I didn't necessarily say I wanted one. Do you know we've got another public holiday next week? Oh, what is that? The Queen's birthday? No, uh, something like that. April. Is it actually? I reckon. Well, I'm a god. Tuesday next week. Tuesday next week. Mm-hmm. At least it's not a Monday. <laughs> Monday is the greatest day of the week. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I feel like slowly, more and more, I feel like we're the only ones who come in. <laughs> <laughs> on the days that matter. That is true. I think everyone else took the weekend off. Friday through and to People took Christmas off. off. Yep. People probably took today off. Yep. Oh. The Simo show. We don't only. even get paid. We are the only thing that rolls on through. We, we're here every month. That's it. Forever selfless. We are Hills Radio. That is correct. Hills Radio, 88.9 FM, the voice of the Adelaide Hills. You can call us on what number, Mitchell? Uh, 8391. Five. <clears throat> Nope, eight three nine one three double eight five. If you'd like to call us, if you'd like to get here in a cab, eight three nine one five six double zero. If you'd like to order some Indian food, it's eight three double eight eighteen seventy seven. If you're listening, Metropole. <laughs> <laughs> or if you'd like to call our photographer, eight three double eight zero five zero seven. He's probably busy. 
playing badminton. Badminton again? Yeah, badminton. No, not, no. wait, seriously? Yep. This isn't going to become a weekly thing. Right? Yeah, he got married. <laughs> yeah, but badminton? Yeah. Some say that marriage is a weekly thing. <laughs> Probably a daily thing, I reckon. It's so weird now, right? No, not really. No? No, I, don't, I feel like... When you now changed. have to say to your photographer, he's, you know, what are you doing tonight? He's like, oh, you know, you're going home to your family. <laughs> he doesn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Loved yeah, ones. Exactly. Yeah, what is that about? Uh, I don't know, man. But I feel like, no, marriage isn't the bad part. The badminton, that's what... what it, it's, it's like when people ask me what I'm going to do on a Monday night, I tell them that I am transcending the... Uh, <laughs> I'm transcending I'm, media. I am on the pathway to becoming a living god. That is correct. Not quite. It's going to take a lot more Actually, I'm not on the pathway. I'm actually at to that point where I'm trying to prove... Oh, okay. That so I am you the are. God. Yes. Oh, uh, but you're trying to prove but it. No one believes me. Yeah. I, there's no evidence. <laughs> what kind of evidence would you need? A miracle? Yeah. Are we not here tonight? <laughs> That's not a miracle. <laughs> so my mother. That's would, evidence of the devil's my, work. <laughs> my mother would say that that was a miracle. <laughs> oh have, yeah. Have you seen how nicely dressed I am this evening? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Is that a denim shirt? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I hate it. Really? Nah, it's what? not that bad. Boom. Whoa. Whoa. What did you just do? Take it off? Yep. Gross. Yeah, my bad. Nah, nah, he's, he's been working out, ladies and gentlemen. That is correct. He is single. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> ladies. Yes. Gentlemen. <laughs> Other. Other, you know, whoever will love me, Mitchell. And that's just that's a, me. That's a short list. Just me, actually. Yeah, but you've got a, quite a few names, so that list would fill up. Quite a few names. Mitch the bitch, Mitch the snitch. <laughs> Mitchell the Snitzel. It's all the same person, though. Yeah, I know, but it, you could add that to the list to just fill it out. Yeah, but it's still... It's like, your count. marriage certificate's going to be insane. <laughs> no, it isn't. Why not? It's going to say Mitchell Drive. Is that it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nah, you'd do something more. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah. I think you would. Oh yeah? Especially when we're in Rwanda together. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, we broke that off, man. Really? Yeah, oh, I've had enough damn. of you. Damn. Uh, there's only one I've true love. I've heard that love. before. I only have one true love. Really? That's radio. Yeah, me, you and me both, man. You and me both. Oh, maybe, is radio a Mormon? Maybe we can get radio mo- and multiple husbands. <laughs> radio and Rubik's Cubes. Rubik's Cubes. The only that, things that own That's our heart. new show next week. Radio and Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. Uh, like horseshoes uh, and hand grenades. Yeah. It's a good, sh- good song. Solid track. I, I almost mean, said Sean. It would, be, it would have been awesome if I had that cued. But I don't. Yeah. <laughs> that would, would have been awesome if we yeah. were competent for a second. No, no, no. We, every now and again we are. Every, <laughs> you say that like <laughs> it's impressive. Every now and again we get something right. Yeah. Or we get something average. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a bit hit and miss, but that's all you can ask for, really. <laughs> no, you can ask for more hits. Oh, really? Can you? Yeah. And less misses. Well, that's fair. <laughs> you never argue. Nope. <laughs> You're the worst. You're the worst, uh, like improviser ever. Really? You just, uh, yep. <laughs> Even though one of the one of the basic rules of improvisation is to be positive. Yeah, is to is always to say, say yes. yes. That's what but I you do. You say yes and. You don't oh, just say yes. Oh, right. No, I just agree with everything everyone says. <laughs> yeah. So you're worse. <laughs> you don't say yes and. You just say, uh, yep. Yep. That's why this show is so hard to do. It's the Simo nah, show. Nah, it's not that bad. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty good show. I think. I yeah. feel like we get did better you, um, episode. Did you see the uh, the Star Wars teaser trailer come out? I did. What are your thoughts? Uh, don't care. Really? Why not? <laughs> it it says it's a teaser trailer, but it's two minutes. Since when were teaser trailers two minutes? I, I, define teaser. Hold up. Teaser like thirty seconds. Uh, teaser. 
is... <laughs> no, wait. A teaser is a tricky question or task. Hmm. A person who makes fun or provokes others in a playful or an unkind way. Hey, that's me! You okay with the Did it say unkind way? Yeah, yeah it did say yeah, unkind, unkind. Unkind and playful. Uh, yeah. I'd that say is that is you. quite me. Yeah, yeah, but don't be proud of that. Oh, okay. I finally thought I finally had something. <laughs> no. To be proud of. No. <clears throat> Damn it. No, you got this show. The greatest show <laughs> on radio, 88.9 FM, Simo here. Uh, Mitch here. Mitch over there. and Simo over there. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got against Star Wars? I don't get it. Uh, no, I know. I'm, I'm indifferent to Star Wars. I think it's way overrated. Why? Uh, I didn't say it was bad. I yeah. just think it's overrated. Overrated. How does one thing become overrated? Uh, if people rate it far too much. Rate it better than it is. I think... The acting isn't that good. True. I think the story isn't that good. I think the story is pretty generic overall. Probably true, but there's lights. There, there are plot elements within. Lightsaber is just yeah. the thing, really. <clears throat> there are plot elements within Star Wars that are like, hey, that is cool. But overall, the plot is pretty Like the whole unoriginal. Oedipus complex thing. Well, yeah, more, more like, uh, you know, well, we just went through the hero's journey. We did go we? through like, the hero's it journey. It is, you know, copy and paste the hero's journey. I'm a big fan of the hero's journey, though. Yeah, but I think I think everyone should go on one. I feel like it's a more generic form of it, to be honest. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of um, Harrison Ford. I don't think why he's, is that? I think he plays the same character in everything, and I think that character is boring. A bit like Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise is a little bit more like energetic, so he can work better in action <laughs> Jump, films. Jumping on Oprah's couch and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Bit more energetic. He, he is that what you're basing that off? No, no, no. Uh, he, in, he works <laughs> better in action films. True. Because he has more energy. I feel like Harrison is always just like... Uh, gruff. Yeah, I'm a grizzly, gruff old <laughs> man that doesn't like people, but yeah. I'm kind of smart and it, funny. It <laughs> actually isn't well known, but he um, he was the he, he was the guy that played the bear in, um, you know, that Leonardo DiCaprio film? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No um, way. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he deserved the Oscar for that one <laughs> yeah. after what I just heard. Well, that's it. He's the same in everything, but that's <clears throat> where he really hit his straps. I didn't even recognise him. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, just not the biggest fan of Harrison Ford. I think he's way overrated. People love him way too much. If you love Harrison Ford, call us, 8391 And I will gladly say that I don't like him. And argue with Mitchell. Hills Radio is now available on your smartphone or tablet. Download our app at hillsradio.com.au or find us on TuneIn. Ugh. Mitchell, we're going to do a fade. Yeah, why, why would you put the, the microphones on while I'm having That's a That's right, you've got a book there. Yeah, the 70s... Uh, the stickers over the rest of the time. <laughs> the 70s A book of records. All right, here we go. Let's do this fade. It's going to be good. All right, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yep, just hang 10. This has Scar on the front, by the way. Scar is pretty good. I like that. You're a big fan of that musical yeah, form yeah, yeah. of Scar? Uh, are we doing the fade yet? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do the fade. Jeez, okay, <laughs> okay. man, what's with the pressure? Well, no, I just feel like you're going a little bit slow. That's all. I, you, yeah, I've heard that before too. Um, blondes have more fun, apparently. Uh, also heard that, and those two things in the same sentence. All Around My Hat, that's a great track. From mm. Steel I Span. So, um... <laughs> yeah, when's the, when's the fade coming, bro? Um, yeah, it's gonna happen. There's a whole lot of buttons here that I have to press. <laughs> it's like one button. <laughs> no, there's, this is like dual-wielding. Okay. Hey, this is the Rad Jams Exchange. I'm Sam. I'm Ryan. And I'm Luke. You're listening to The Simo Show. 8 to 10 p.m. 88.9 FM on Hills Radio. How was that? That was really good. 
Matilda really not. You're listening to The Simo Show on 88.9. We're back. That is correct. The Simo Show from 8 and 10 p.m. Or even on a public holiday, Mitchell. <laughs> even on a public holiday. Yeah, that's it. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> why not? I feel like we could get away with taking the day off. <laughs> no, I feel like what about no one a, would blame us. No, there's been listeners. There's I mean, I know there's been listeners. There's been at least two. <laughs> they, I feel like after this episode yeah. they they regret that we were on. No, no, no. This is like there was two, right? That's only the two that have contacted us. Yeah, yeah. What did they say? So you can only imagine the ones that haven't contacted us. It's only going to scale up from there. Three. <laughs> Three? Yeah, that's... Yeah. that's, that's For a total that's, of five. That's an upward trajectory. Upward trajectory. That's the... That's the um. We had 90 streamers one week, actually. Did we? Yep. I had... Yeah, how was that? Streamers. Yeah, talk Yesterday. a little bit about, fill it people in about your, like, what you uh, cheekily get up to, Mitchell. Oh, uh, well, we, we talked about a little bit this when I was, I guess. That is correct. Uh, I do it. casting for Dota 2, which is a video game. Casting, casting is, is commentating. That is correct. Uh, when you cast with someone, you usually have two two different types of casters. I You're like the Bruce McAvaney of computer games. Uh, I don't know, is he, like, more analytical? Yes. <laughs> So, like, it's, like, imagine, for example, there's the, you have two different casters. One person is the play-by-play. So one person will pick up the action. They're, like, the person who's talking fast and telling everybody what's going on and prompting questions to the the analyst. And then I do the analysis, which is basically, like, the overarching strategy of the game. So, for example, you know, imagine the play-by-play is, like, say, a horse race announcer. You know, they're calling out everything that's happening. And then imagine that the analysis is, say, like a golf commentator. They're talking you through the moves and, and how the strategy is all putting together and how the game is going as a whole for multiple different players rather than just what is actually happening. So yesterday I had a cast with my good friend Angus. We should get him on at Gus, some point. Call us, 8391 <laughs> Call us, Angus. No, you won't be listening. Um, I did a cast with Angus. Um, we were doing the grand finals of a... Uh, university tournament. So Australian universities were participating. The oh, finals. Really? What universities? Uh, a lot of them. Uh, like <laughs> all of them. Specifically. All of them. Uh, so I think it was about uh, more more than two dozen. Like Adelaide University. I uh, don't know if Adelaide University has a Dota team, um, but there was yeah I think more than two dozen universities participated right. in this tournament. In this so the grand game. finals were yeah. Team Easy from ooh, Team Easy was from the University of New South Wales. Yeah. And Team LA or Team La was from the Australian National University, ANU in Canberra. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, well, I'll so have to had... ask you about the results. Who wants to rock, Mitchell? Uh, Some people, I obviously, that listen to the Hornet on a Thursday evening. The Hornet. That's what they're to do. That's, what that's, that's not a bad do. like. That's not a bad stage name. I feel like we missed the opportunities, like when we made the show, to have stage names. We could do that now. Nah, it's too late though. Wait, like, isn't there certain names that are like based off of like your first pet and the first street that you lived off? That's your porn star name. Oh, nice. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, ooh, Maddie Somerset. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is good. Yep. Yep. Although I think. What was your pet's name, Maddie? Uh, and what was, was it? It was a cat. All oh, right. Female cat. Okay. Although I might have been alive when we had a dog named Storm, which makes it Storm <laughs> oh. Somerset. Mm, I like Maddie Somerset. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, makes me sound like a woman. It makes you a bit more it feminine. It unleashes my femininity. Yeah. 
Which is good to do every now and again. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, what does that entail? <laughs> Calling yourself Maddie Somerset, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Do you want to know what mine is? Mine's horrendous. Yeah. Let, let, so we on. had um, our first pet was a Mexican walking fish. <laughs> walking fish? Yeah. Do they, do they walk? Uh, otherwise known as like, a, you know, those salamanders? Oh, okay. It's just, its scientific name is Mexican okay. walking fish. Uh, no, no, it isn't. <laughs> its scientific name would be something in Greek. Oh, right. Sorry, my bad. Do they have salamanders in Greece? Uh, is it a delicacy? Well, my particular name, <laughs> it's, its name, the, the Mexican walking fish's name was Buddy. All right. Okay. Buddy Dawson. And I lived on Condo Paringa Road. Buddy Condo Paringa. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. It makes me sound like some kind of arch nemesis of the indigenous people. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> I don't know. What? Where did you get? walk me through the logic? <laughs> That's the great thing about this show, Mitchell. There is no. There very rarely is there logic involved. Yeah. No, it just makes me sound like an arch nemesis of some kind of local flora or fauna. <laughs> Or all <laughs> Yeah, I really hate plants. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't stand them. <laughs> I punch, I punch gum trees <laughs> until they bled. Uh, until they bled, or you? Until bled? they bled, I bled. They bled gum. <laughs> they were sticky. Sap, you mean? Sap. That's the one they I'm looking for. Bleed gum. <laughs> Sorry, they're not gum. made of bubba bubba. <laughs> no, they're Wrigley's trees, my friend. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to The Simo Show, just in case you've turned the radio on. You're like, my goodness, what is this? What is this garbage? This no, is, what is this gold? Uh, Easter special. Special? What's the opposite <laughs> of special? Um, what's the acronym? Get a thesaurus. Oh, no. no, opposite. Antonym. Antonym. Oh, what, sorry, yep, sorry. My, it started with an A and it had <laughs> nim in it. Antonym for special. Oh, oh goodness gracious. Someone's dropping some bombs. Uh, I, I, I hope the listeners oh, 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 that. Oh, wait, hold on. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Which is, there's some uh, outstanding language happening uh, right outside on Gula Street yeah. on a Monday evening as they're, we speak. They're claiming it's, uh, it's, it's Aboriginal land. This is the land Indigenous, of the that is, Ghana That people, is correct. No, that, no, it's, ja- it's Jawanese from Star Wars. <laughs> Jawanese. Yeah. Jawanese, is that how you say it? I don't know. No, it's scaring me, Mitchell. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Dropping the bombs. Uh, please call up to confirm that we are, in fact, alive. <laughs> yeah, 8391 3885. Uh, because we're not allowed to leave our chairs. That is correct. We're going to have to wait here. We signed contracts. And yes. If the camera sees us leaving our chairs, we'll, uh, we'll be in big doo doo. That is correct. What are we talking about? Oh, what's the opposite of special? Yes. Because uh, that's you. Not special. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're not special. General. General? Yes. Yeah, you're I'm a, general a general store. Yes, indeed. Oof. So, Mitchell. Uh, yeah, what's up? What kind of things happened to you on Easter? You went on a hunt. <laughs> it's like, what, a hunt for Easter eggs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't, we didn't, uh, we were talking about uh, the Dota tournament. That is correct. Yeah, so uh, the, the grand finals was ANU versus uh, UNSW, and Australian National University won, it was a best of three, and it was two to one. Yeah, the first game was 60 minutes, which is actually very long. Usually that is games, a very long time. Usually games, like are about 40, usually games are about 40 minutes and the draft is about 12 minutes. So first game, if you add up with the draft as well, that's 72 minutes. And the second game was 84 minutes then because the second game was about 70 minutes. And then the third game was 20 minutes. And you stomped 
So they are they are the official victors. They won some keyboards and things. There was fifteen hundred dollars in prizes. Whoa! Yeah, they're each. It's actually ma- crazy. Like lots of people wouldn't be aware of the fact that you know, there's universities, to, you know, facing off against one another in esports, computer game sports. Yeah, for money well, and prizes. So it was organised by the. Dota Society of the UNSW, University of New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they coordinated with the Dota clubs all over the universities. Um, and they organised the, everything, the, the teams and, and the registrations and things like that. And then they got sponsors. So um, I think it was Logitech sponsored it. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Uh, and many uh, gaming, other... Gaming brand. Uh, gaming brand. Um, <laughs> that is correct. Uh, so, yeah, each of the winner, uh, winners got a keyboard. Uh, one of the viewers even got a keyboard as well, like nice. just a random viewer because it was a it was at a land. Was it under their chair? Uh, was it uh, one of no, those things like no, now? If you look under your chair, you got a keyboard. You, that is correct. Uh, no, there was there was a couple other things as well. Totaled up to fifteen hundred dollars in prizes. Jeez, yeah, that is impressive. It was a great tournament. It was well organized, and the players were polite for once. Now for I'm once. more interested. Pleasure. I'm more interested in what's happened to your car. What's happened to my car? Yeah, why did uh, I have to? I had to. Drive all the way to Nan. Yeah, you look in the dark. Uh, so I had to obey the speed limits. I went out driving. Oh goodness, this is actually a story that you haven't told me yet. I'm nah, excited. it's not. It's not exciting. Story time. Well, uh, you, you know why I went out. Show and tell. Why it overheated on that day? So I overheated. Oh, so that's, that's okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. I went for the Lord of the Rings marathon last Friday, right? Yes. And I was. I went to visit my brother at work because uh, he has Lord of the Rings DVDs on Blu-ray extended edition. And he said, I have the DVDs here. Quality. I have the DVDs Shout out to here. Michael Driver. And I went to On The Run. Mm-hmm. And I and many picked them up. <laughs> and he had given me the really crappy old burn versions that we have of Lord of the Rings. The ones that on Return of the King, the third film, you can't even watch the last half hour. It's like scratched and stuff. Oh, that's not good. And I, I, in a huff, I left. I was a bit frustrated with my brother. And I said, I'm going to go down and visit Lindley, my brother's fiance, mm-hmm. to go collect the actual... Blu-ray extended edition. Oh, so he tried to like flog you off some phonies. Yeah, well, I mean, he. I think he just misinterpreted what I want, even uh, though I clearly said Blu-ray. Yeah, um, we know your. So game. I went home. I went home, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Oh, look, I'll go out. I'll go out and go down to Lindley's and get the DVDs." Yep. Um, and I went down the freeway, and the check engine light came on, and I'm like, "All right, taking the next exit, and I'm parking." Um, or I, no, I'm taking the next exit, and I'm going home. I just I choose to ignore it when it comes up on mine. Oh, bad news. <laughs> Um, and when I chose to, I took the Mount Barker exit and I wanted to turn right to go to Little Hampton. Um, and when I turned right, uh, the engine was still running, but I couldn't go anywhere. Uh, so uh, thankfully it wasn't. Uh, so I stopped. I came to a break and I wanted to turn right and uh, I just stopped. Couldn't go anywhere. So I popped the handbrake. So the engine's still running, but nothing's moving. Nothing is moving. Accelerator isn't working, blah, blah, blah. So I turned the car off, restarted mm-hmm. it. Didn't work. So I park a car, pop my hazard lights on, get out of the car. First thing I do is call mum. <laughs> That's I the said, first point of contact. Really I said, mum, my car is it's broken. <laughs> Help me. Uh, I, was, I was a bit angry. Um, do you refer to your mum now as Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah, uh, maybe. she is your only hope? Yeah, she was my only hope at that time. And she's like, it's all right, calm down. Um, we'll sort it out. Pop your bonnet up and, and um, call the RAA. So call the RAA. Some people uh, came along and actually... Um, Checked my, uh, they helped me push, they pushed my car to the side of the road so people could actually turn right. Checked my oil and my radiator. Um, oil was a bit low, but that was actually fine. Um, they, I had no no coolant or water in my radiator. Ah, that'll So just my cut. car had overheated and yep. it was a, quite a hot day. Um, and so it turns out that I have a leak in my radiator. 
Which Radiated. is why, why there was no water or coolant in there. So the oh, RAA came in. Because it had all leaked out yep. from where it was leaking. So the leaking. RAA came in and they, were, they filled, up, filled it up with water and they tested it a couple of times and like, yeah, there's definitely a leak. Yeah. Um, so we got it towed down to the local Ultra Tune mm-hmm. sponsor again. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, uh, so should be getting it back tomorrow. So what was to pretty tame, to be honest. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, it's like good experience to have so that I know what to do next time when it's something more serious. Have you ever had to change a tyre? No. Neither. No. Aren't we part, we're part I of I know problem. the general principle, obviously. Yeah, you've got to take one tyre off and put another on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you just, you know. Under, That's the general under, principle. Under the, under the lugs. Jeez, that sounds a Spin it off. You're already getting into <clears throat> a step-by-step Well, I mean, you've got you to you jack it up first. Whoa, what is that? <laughs> Car jack? You know what I'm talking, I'm about, talking right? about, There's a small guy named I've Jack. I've never done it. I wouldn't know how to do it, but I know the principles of it. Oh, jack right. up, you jack up the car, make sure it's stable. You take off the lugs, take off the tyre, put the new See, one that, on. See, you're brilliant. Yeah, the that's lugs. what's great about society now is like now with universities and everything, everyone knows the principle of how to do things. Uh, but, uh, no, I feel like uni's <laughs> the worst for that. I feel like uni's... actually do anything. Yeah. That's well, what I mean, but you understand the principles of stuff. Uh, uni... Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't do this live on air. Uh, uni's actually the worst. What do you mean? No, I don't feel ashamed of saying that university is one of the worst ways of delivering education. Oh, nice. What's one of the better ones? Uh, I think school is better than university, Ooh, but still not, still not ideal. Ideally, okay. education is a one-on-one thing. You have one person who knows implicitly about the subject mm-hmm. and knows their student and can relate to them and knows how to deal with them. And they do it on a one-to-one basis and explain each concept at a rate that the student understands. Ideally, that would Jeez, be I would perfect. be in school for years. Well, yeah. But no, you would, have, you would have been in school for less time because it would have been far more efficient. Uh, no, because... Who obvi- are you talking to, Mitchell? <laughs> Obviously, the, the idea is that... <laughs> I would be in school for years. No, you wouldn't. Don't do yourself. Like concept Don't of learning. Is that your mum messaging us? Yeah, she did message us. Is she listening? Uh, well, I mean, she messaged us, so of course she's listening. Hi... How you doing? Hey, Mum. Ah, Thanks for helping me on the great. road. That is great. Call us, 8391 You don't have to call us. How long no, have we got to go? To. What's the time? Plenty. Well, I actually want to talk about the fact, so your car's broken down. Yes. Many other cars broke down. <laughs> <laughs> what? They did? Here, he's leaning over to the monitor. Here uh, we go. Fed up drivers returning from Easter getaways. They faced up to 40 kilometres of gridlock in Queensland. Moving traffic for hours as tens of thousands of motorists hit the road. In Queensland, tragedy struck at 3.15. That was like a real fiery four-car crash. Um, And it is messy. But that is a lot of... A lot of... Because there was a bit of traffic on the freeway the other week as well. People got, like, backed up for a couple of days. Well, there was was a crash on the freeway um, in the morning... Uh, ooh, what was it? It's a succinct summation. Well, the, I think the, the Pacific Highway motorway tweeted, northbound equals good, southbound equals cactus. Cactus. <laughs> well done. No, yeah, so there was there was a crash on the freeway uh, the day that my car broke down, I think, in the morning. Yeah. Um, but also, like, Easter. People, I never realised it, but people go crazy on the roads. Oh, they go mental. It, why? Yeah. It doesn't uh, make sense. That's what you do in Easter. No, it doesn't. Everyone's no, hyped no, up no, on... No, 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 that ev- doesn't make it okay. Yeah, everyone's hyped up on chocolate, Mitchell. <laughs> That's what happened. Actually, you could probably do a study on uh, if you determined how much chocolate was in everyone's system driving on the roads. <laughs> it's the probably makes them crazy. <laughs> they're all children. That's they're it, getting yeah. that sugar rush. Exactly. Yeah, they're all... See, the but people no, go I crazy on the roads because they're all children. They but, shouldn't be driving. But, like, 
what are you, what are you doing, man? <laughs> it's not, it wasn't even a day off. How are the, how are the roads so packed? You know, don't these people have jobs? No, it's a public holiday, Mitchell. No, it wasn't, it wasn't the day of that, I don't think. No, it wasn't. Thursday. Thursday it was. But, so it wasn't. But, but like, yeah. I don't understand. It always blows my mind how many people are just oh. wa- wa- walking around during the day. Like, what, what's the unemployment rate? Many percentile. Ten, ten, less than 10%. It's less than 10, yeah. That's less correct. than 10%. But that means one in 10 people is, like, going to be unemployed. And, like, let's assume one in those one in 10 people are going to be out on any particular day. One in 100. Yep. Right? And yet... Like, I feel like most jobs are nine to five. Some of them are, like, shift work. There's a lot of shift work out there. But I just feel like, you know, people have a lot of things they're doing. Like, how are so many people outside, like, walking in Rundle Mall just on a Wednesday? I know it, uh, I know it boggles the brain, Mitchell. Yeah, but, like, What are crazy. so many people doing outside? Yeah, but, like... <laughs> but, like... You're just... all in this. <laughs> Get, <like>, <laughs> Get inside. Get <laughs> inside. Um, uh, but, like, you know, there's, like... You know, people are at uni. People are doing things all the time. It just Stop wasn't... it! Stop doing things! <laughs> no, I'm just finding it curious. I don't think that... I, I think proportionally, the roads are always no, proportionately. More sorry, sorry, continue. No, 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 no. I finished. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> that See you later. Was, that was good. No, no. Okay, right. I was just looking to start a conversation about how many people there are on the road. I was really uh, enjoying it. You weren't, though. You were looking at your phone. <laughs> and interrupting you. Story of my life. <laughs> well, that's correct. So, um... Yeah, you ever been in a gridlock? <laughs> uh, yes, I have, actually. Nice. What do you get up to when you've been gridlocked? Uh, I jam Hilltop Woods. I open my window and I rap aggressively to the people. I simply cry. <laughs> <laughs> I made the foolish mistake of trying to get through the CBD uh, on the day of the Fringe Parade. You rookie. I did not even realise until I, I did it, and it took me about half an hour to cross the CBD from West Terrace to East Terrace. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds like... <laughs> the right thing that would happen <laughs> yeah. if you tried to achieve it was, that. It was awful. Um, but I, I jammed to, to some hilltop hoods and, yeah, so, you know, I managed to keep myself sane. Hilltop hoods. That's it. I mean, I could play that, but I won't. No, you won't. You don't listen to me at all. <laughs> you know what? You know, we didn't have Whoa. a guest tonight. Oh, here we go. No, nah, we didn't have Whoa. a guest tonight. I'm backing up from the microphone. <laughs> Mitchell, I'm put angry. That, put that book down, Mitchell. Uh, that's Mitchell. it. Mitchell. <laughs> I'm done. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Well, let's have a track. This has got the um, this has got the Wilhelm scream in it. I hate the Wilhelm scream. Really? Not a fan? That's right. That is right. <sighs> This is The Photographer. You're listening to The Simo Show on 88.9 FM Hills Radio. That is correct. Hills Radio. We're in. We're We're in and we're on top of the world. That is true. The top of the world. Top of Gawler Street looking down Mm. on all you. And top of the morning to you. Top of the morning? Yep. Morning is coming. Have you ever thought about performing in a Broadway musical? Uh... If I had the talent, I think it'd be a blast. Well, those that don't have the talent don't go to Broadway, but they do perform in local theatre. <laughs> oh! Zing. Not unlike yourself. True. <laughs> Untalented. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue what, with the what, story. See what you did there. That was Sorry, fun. I'm reading a book. Um, <laughs> bye-bye, Bert. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> you're right over there. That was great. That's bye-bye, funny. Birdie is being put on by the Metropolitan Musical Theatre Company of SA. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Yeah, so is that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the rest of the information? Uh, oh, so well, I've a, never heard of Bye Bye Birdie. Okay, so it's about a rock star. I shouldn't look down. I, I'm trying to read the book. Is, and <laughs> <laughs> he 
his fans are devastated um, because things. Um, nice. Yeah. You nailed that. But none other than the songwriter, Albert Patterson, um, whose song Birdie was supposed to be recorded by this rock star. Mm. So this, is in the, this is in the show. Albert's longtime girlfriend, Rosie, pushes Albert to write a new tune that Birdie will perform on television to a fan selected in a contest. The scheme works with young Ohio teenager Kim McCaffrey declared the winner, but no one has counted on the jealous wrath of her boyfriend. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a rock and roll kind of 60s thing. <laughs> rock and roll kind of 60s thing. Was it? Yeah. It's, a, it's a musical, yeah. That's correct. It's bright and funny, fast-paced. It'll leave the audience with a smile on their face, Mitchell, apparently. That rhymes. Uh, yeah. Paste, face. Yeah, clever. Bye Bye Birdie, it's a celebration of song and dance, paying homage to 1950s, 1960s American musicals? pop culture. Well, I do, and that's why uh, there's roles available for this, Mitchell. So we can get you in. There's adult role auditionees 18 years and over. Again? Yeah, so kind of what do you I'm, think? I'm, I'm not putting contacts in. What's, so your, what's, your, what's your stage age? 50 plus? <laughs> Uh, well, I got asked for ID multiple times. Oh, right. So you're not going to be able to... Well, you're not going to be, play, be able to play Mama well, May Peterson. Some people think Peterson. I... She's... <laughs> Mama, Mama May Peterson. Yeah. How old is she? 60. 50, also, 50 plus. 50 plus and she's, she's also a woman. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So two, yep. two, so big, two, two big crosses things for that. that you're not going to be able to... Yeah, but like... Well, people, people often like think I'm younger and older. I don't think it's like... People never get your age right? Yeah, people never get my age right. How about this, 20s to 40s? I can do that. Yeah, you can play Rosie. Wait, <laughs> hold up. No, you can't do that either. <laughs> I feel like you're making the same mistake twice. <laughs> She's a secretary. <laughs> yep, she. Yep. Yep. Are you, you you're good at admin? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a very fast typer. How about Randolph McCaffrey? Uh, that's, it sounds like Gandalf. I'm in. Okay, he, he's 9 to 12. I think you could probably pull that off. <laughs> the dance requirements is you have to be a good mover. It's 9 to 12. Yeah, yeah, I think you got this. <laughs> I'm glad that you have so much faith in me. Yeah. But I do not look 9 to 12. <laughs> okay, okay, well, there's something are else. Are people who are 9 to 12 six feet tall? <laughs> some, some ones that are really good at sport. <laughs> or genetically deformed. That is No, 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 what was the word? They've been... Ge- <laughs> you bring up eugenics again. <laughs> that's what I'm bringing I up. I didn't even think that's possible, even with eugenics. Really? Nah, surely. Nah, I disagree. Okay. Fair. That is your prerogative. <laughs> no, I don't think there's anything here. Oh, a comedic tenor. Mm-hmm. How about that? Harvey Johnson. I've actually played Harvey Johnson before in my time. Harvey Johnson? Yes. He's a member of the teen chorus with a comedic uh, voice cracking <clears throat> solos in the song The Telephone Hour. He has to be a good mover. Wait, Harvey Johnson? Yeah. Uh, what's the age? 16 to 17. Ooh. Comedic tenor. I think you got this. Comedic what? Comedic tenor. Is that a, like as in funny or is that Yeah, a... it's funny. Yeah, it's legit oh. funny. Okay. I think that would actually Well, because comedic you. also means something different in... Because do you know what, like, his costume is? No. Harvey Johnson from Bye Bye Birdie, he would wear uh, braces. Okay. Uh, very thick rimmed glasses. Nothing. What? It's just this is just gonna be me when I was a kid. Yeah, pretty much. I had braces and I still have glasses. Yeah, that's it. Boom! Look at that. It's pretty much what you'd be able to achieve. Bow tie. The works. 
Well, I look forward to it. Yeah? No. Why not? I don't know. I don't feel like performing. Auditions are the uh, 5th of June. Hmm. Uh, and then the Sunday of the 18th of June and the Monday of 19th of June. Book your uh, audition now, Mitchell. I'm not really a performer in terms of, like, playing characters, I don't think. Really? No, not really. I am. I don't like playing characters. I don't know. I've, I'm so lost, I don't even know who I am anymore. Yeah, well... That's why I made a radio show and called it The Simo Show, so, <laughs> so I, can I could find, find myself. myself. <laughs> that is correct. Ooh, uh, we're in sync now. Oh, yeah. Hi, this is Buddy Dawson. You're listening to Josh O, 8 till 10 p.m. 88.9 FM oh, on you can, Hills you can, Radio. You can still say things. Nah. It has been a public holiday, so we, we've come in even on our day off yeah. doing this for <laughs> I free. Don't know, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's been wonderful. I've yeah, actually enjoyed a, it. It's not been a bad show, That's but correct. I definitely think we've had better shows. That is correct. Well, guests make all the difference, but they everyone do. everyone takes public um, holidays off. Matt. If you're listening... You should have listened because then you could have been here. You dropped the ball. He did. He dropped the ball hard. Uh, But, I mean, we all learned something. Yeah, Matt is unreliable. True. Uh, I can play Harvey Johnson. Yes. Um, (laughs) Well, hold on, Mitch. Why? You're just too quick. Just just bear with me. How are you thinking of this thing without thinking music? You're a freak. Now now I'm not going to be able to think of anything. (laughs) Uh, What was the other thing we learned? Uh, Many things. There was something. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Get it. Pick it up. Taste it. Like a Jaffer on the cinema floor where you've left there for Gross. Weeks. Gross. Uh, nah, I learned nothing actually. Really? <laughs> Eugenics? Yeah. <laughs> I knew about them. Right. Um, no, the, I feel like I learned a little bit about Simo. The difference between acronyms and antonyms. I knew uh, that. 700 kilogram Rubik's Cubes. Don't uh, pretend to be police officers and pull over police detectives while you're in Michigan. Read books. Like I am right now. <laughs> Put less effort into your radio show. Did you and the people learn anything from not the book? from this. Not right. from this. I've been trying to find Pink Floyd. It's like uh, artists of the 70s. Like trying to find... A... Uh, it's like a, the 70s book of records. And right. I'm trying to find Pink Floyd, but they're not on there because I, I was just interested at in what they would have written about. Well, ladies and gentlemen, join us for content next week between the hours <laughs> of 8 and 10 p.m. We've got Matt Trapeau. The Simo <laughs> Show, we have uh, Jake Heading with his opening EP, and uh, he's been on radio before. Has he? Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. He's uh, got a lovely voice like Jason Mraz. He's clever. He's kind of like, you know those people that wear, have those like combs in their hair as they walk around in public? They have combs in their hair? Yeah, you know those kind of like no. 70s combs, the black ones that are like, they just can stick in their afros? No. Oh. You know them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's like you could imagine him doing that, but unfortunately he's, you know, been born with white privilege. Oh. So okay. he, he can't do that. It's not okay. Is it appropriation? Maybe we could try that. Let's all do that next week. (laughs) What? Put a comb in our head. That is correct. I look forward to it. Say goodbye, Mitchell. See you soon. Later.